When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Here we are, stuck in our homes. Still, still just stuck in our homes. But you know what? That just gives us more time for Star Trek, Dan. Indeed. Gives us so much more time for Star Trek. Even to the point that I even tuned in the other night to the very first live, uh, well, I guess you can't call it a podcast, but I guess so, a live podcast of the Trek Geeks. They did that the other night for the first time. Oh, that's cool. I saw they were doing that. I did, I was not able to attend. I, I, can't remember why it probably slipped my mind because i mean where am i going right i I did obviously didn't have plans to go out that night (laughs) i attended it and they even read some of my comments on the show so nice yeah so it was good it was fun and they were giving away stuff we don't do that we don't give away stuff here at least not yet not yet no the other thing i've been doing too is tuesdays i've been attending larry nemechek's trekland tuesdays things a little more uh frequently than i used to oh my gosh i typically do those but for some reason i keep forgetting and i always seem to tune in at the end like every time i tune i'm like oh wait he's on live let me go to larry and i I tune in and there's larry going well thanks everybody thanks for joining us Remember Portal 47? And I'm like, ah, I'm late again. <laughs> <laughs> also, I have to say, that's a pretty good Larry Nemechek. <laughs> I've, I think I've talked to him a little too much. <laughs> He's rubbing off on me now. That's kind of scary. So anyway, you know, I was thinking today about how I'm talking to so many people about, you know, how they're doing. I, I talk to strangers through work that, you know, just in conversations, it always starts off like, hey, this whole coronavirus thing, COVID-19, how are you doing? How's your family? How are you? Like, that's the start of like every conversation. And I've talked to so many people who are stressed and have some anxiety. And and I've had a little bit of that here and there. But, you know, I, I've been doing pretty well, doing pretty good. And, you know, I was just kind of wanting to check in on ourselves and kind of talk to everyone who's listening and just let you know how we're dealing with things and how we can use Star Trek to get through the days of this whole thing. And, you know, that sounds like something you would hear like a minister talk about, you know, how can we turn to God and, (laughs) and, 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 and use religion and our Christianity or whatever it is that we follow in in our day-to-day lives to get through things. And I'm not saying Star Trek is a religion, but you know, it's something that gives us comfort, right? Definitely. I mean, I, it may be kind of silly to equate it that way or, or, or elevate it to that level of meaning in some people's lives, I guess. But Star Trek, like a religion for some people, gives our lives meaning. Like it's something that we hold very dear. It means a lot to us. It 
it fills kind of those empty spaces in our lives sometimes, like, you know, maybe a religion would. And, and maybe that sounds a little bit too lofty and too whatever, but it brings you comfort, right? I mean, in times like this, you take comfort where you can get it. And for some, that means one thing. And for others, that means Star Trek. Well, I even, this is going to sound really weird. I try to use Star Trek in my diet. And I'm not hmm. dieting right now. I'm not doing a good job. But when I am dieting and I'm like, oh, I want to munch on something. I want another snack. I wanna leave. I'm like, no, no, distract myself, distract myself. Ooh, just just go watch some Star Trek or go read some Star Trek or do something <laughs> just to, to supplement that. Like, okay, Star Trek and Oreos, Star Trek and Oreos. I'm going with the Star Trek. Okay, that makes more sense. I thought maybe you were pulling like Neelix's Star Trek cookbook off the shelf or something. <laughs> <laughs> making something out of there oh my gosh it's so funny you said that because i actually thought today about ordering that i've never owned that book oh that's funny yeah because i saw someone posted a video today of uh ethan phillips in costume as neelix and he it was like from way back when they were doing voyager and they were talking about the cookbook and i was like I should get the cookbook. I have time to cook. Right. I think I saw that too. That's funny. That's probably why it was on my mind as well. <laughs> yeah, I think TrekCore tweeted that out today. Um, so, Dan, how are you doing? Tell us what's going on in your life. I'm doing okay. I have my moments. Uh, mostly what my anxiety is manifesting as is kind of a lack of motivation. It's It's weird because I have a lot of time to do a lot of things, but the will sometimes just isn't there. And I find myself kind of uh, wasting a lot of time, you know, watching television or browsing Facebook or Twitter and all that stuff. All those things that, you know, I shouldn't be sinking all of my time into, but have really become huge time sinks for me lately. So, uh, you know, not so much uh, a lot of anxiety or dread or anything like that, but more just kind of a bit of laziness brought on by this, which is kind of unfortunate. Yeah. So have you been going out at all and putting like a mask and the gloves on to go to the store? No, I've actually, I've been doing as best I can to stay inside, except for when I absolutely need to go out, whether it's for, you know, groceries or I guess that's pretty much it. That's pretty much the only reason at the moment. Um, I don't have a job currently. I'm laid off. I was substitute teaching and of course that's not happening right now. So I, I have no business going out anywhere. I know, know where I have to be. So doing my best to, you know, hashtag flatten the curve and all that stuff. So, <laughs> so you said you're watching a lot of TV. Is it a lot of Star Trek? Or are you watching just as much Star Trek as you usually do? Uh, probably just as much Star Trek as I usually do. I, I have been noticing I've been watching more lately just because my fiance and I have been making our way through Enterprise. And now we just have kind of more time to do that. So that's kind of ticked up a little bit, which is helpful. You know, I, I like Star Trek. I like a bunch of other stuff on television as well. The unfortunate thing, and I'm just kind of realizing this now, is we're in season three of Enterprise, which kind of sadly like i love season three there's a lot of great stories in there but it's not the most uplifting yeah. star trek out there like we just this evening before we started recording watched the episode chosen realm spoiler alert if you haven't seen the episode but uh, a group of religious fundamentalists take over the enterprise and use it in their holy war but in the end of course archer and them get the enterprise back and take them back to their home world which has been completely destroyed thanks to the fighting between the religious groups so you know not the most 
uplifting message at the end of that one, unfortunately. So maybe that's not the right therapy at the moment. <laughs> well, uh, it just reminded me, my kids, for some reason, started binge watching Last Man on Earth, which is funny because it's kind of like, you know, a plague and everyone died or whatever, but it's in a comedy. I'm like, oh, <laughs> this is, I guess, really appropriate right now. But yeah, it's interesting you said that because I always think of like Star Trek as a place I can go to escape and unwind and not think necessarily of the problems of the day, even though they indirectly deal with issues of the day. But that arc that you're talking about is in response to 9-11. And what we're going through now is compared a lot to 9-11. I mean, they're totally different, but it's something that is changing our society and changing how we deal with things. So that's an interesting arc to be hitting at this moment for the reason you just said. That's true. Yeah, I am noticing a lot of, uh, I want to say, synchronicities, I guess, between what we're watching and what, you know, kind of the general mood is in society right now and what's happening right now. It's it's meaningful and, and it's good Star Trek, I think. Uh, but yeah, sometimes I kind of just like, I don't know, want to flip on something from the heyday of TNG, something a little brighter than what we've been watching lately. But I'm so into the Zindi arc this time as well. So, ah, man, I'm kind of torn about it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, just keep going. If you're liking it, stick with it, you know? <laughs> Definitely, yeah. I think the thing is, if, if anybody who's listening right now is having a lot of anxiety about this, you know, there's several things that you can do. And, and I'm not any kind of expert at this. But, you know, I've talked to people, I've heard things, and, and I know how I deal with stuff. And one thing I find that helps me cope with this is just avoiding news. You know, it's fine mm -hmm. to go and maybe get a news update briefly in the day so you know what's going on. But there's people who are watching the news or reading the news constantly throughout the day, and it really doesn't change that much throughout the day. If anything, it's just going to really depress you more, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, it's like, that's why I'm like, just do stuff that you enjoy. You know, if you're starting to feel anxious because of this, I'd say pull back from some of that. Because the thing is, you know, fear and anxiety is the unknown. It's what could happen in the future. There's a lot of that goes on. And so I'm telling you, don't focus on the future of what could happen. Focus on the future of Star Trek. I like that. <laughs> That's excellent. <laughs> I, you know, and speaking as someone who has always been a big proponent of being connected, being having your finger on the pulse of what's going on. Like I, I believe in following the news and that sort of thing. I was regularly listening for the past, I'd say probably eight years. I have a regular daily podcast that comes out every weekday that I get news from. It's about 40 minutes long and it's just kind of the news of the day, that sort of thing. For the first time in those eight years, as of five days ago, I unsubscribed to it because I was, that's what was happening to me. I was just getting so anxious and worked up and, you know, I believe in staying informed. I really do. I'm, I'm a former social studies teacher. Like that's, that's my bread and butter. But, you know, when it's something that you can't change, that you can't directly influence right now, and it's affecting your health, as it was mine, I believe, you know, it's time to switch off. Sure, check the news, maybe 10 minutes worth first thing if you absolutely have to or something like that. But 
the same talking heads repeating the same points over and over and over again, driving home that fear and anxiety really wasn't doing anything for me except making me feel anxious and afraid and not putting me in a good place at all. And ultimately, that's to the detriment of all of us, I think. I think I've really, over my lifetime, started to unconsciously step away from things uh, and pay less attention to things. I wasn't really noticing it till later, but I started to realize that if I can't control it, why am I getting all worked up about it? Why am I following it? Why am I listening to it? Why? It's like, I have so many other things that I could worry about that just in the day to day, like I'd rather just worry about what am I going to have for breakfast than to worry about something that somebody did or said online or what's going on in the news somewhere, whatever, that it really doesn't affect my life. I mean, I mm-hmm. might feel strongly against it and stuff, but I just don't want to get all that worked up all the time. I don't know. It's like, maybe I'm just <laughs> getting tired. I don't know. But it's, and I think that's how this is. It's like this evening, I was trying to make a point to my wife about something. And I said, well, I don't even know how many, how many deaths have there been so far in our state? And she knew the exact number. And mm-hmm. I, I don't even pay that much attention to it. I know that there's a low percentage of deaths. I know there's a low percentage of people affected where I live. It's it's a lot of people, but when you relate that to how many people are living in my state, it's a very low percentage. And if it starts to really get higher, that's when I need to know that it's ramping up more and more, but I don't need to know exact numbers. I don't need to pay attention to it every day. I just need to take care of what I'm doing and live in the moment. I'm living in the moment. I'm doing this podcast right now. Yeah, I'm talking about it now, but I'm doing this because I want to help people that are listening to this. And maybe this is listening to this podcast is your way of trying to escape it. And now we're talking about it. You're like, I don't want to hear this crap. Like trying not to think about, but this is really for those that who are having anxiety or may have anxiety later. And the point is, you know, talk to friends, have fun, try to do the most you can. Give yourself a daily routine. Make things as normal as possible for yourself. Mm-hmm. That will help with anxiety. Uh, get, yeah. a, you know, a hobby. Put puzzles together. So ding, ding, ding. There's a news item of the day. We have puzzles that are being produced that are Star Trek. So we're going to tell you about those. Here, this is what's fun. There's a company called Cobble Hill. And by the way, you can go to trekcollective.com. There's an article in there that was published on Monday, April 6th, and that's what I'm looking at now. But there are several puzzles that are coming out, jigsaw puzzles, that are Star Trek related. And one of them is the women of Star Trek. The uh, There's another one that are posters of Star Trek that are movie posters and some that are like retro poster designs, various types of puzzles with posters. There's also one that is just images from TOS. And then there's a company called Aquarius. They've got one. I know I hit it all really quick, but we're going to talk through some of these. But we have one that's kind of like a retro look with uh, the Gold Key comics. And there's another one with just Spock and Kirk and one with a bunch of Mr. Spocks. Anyway, all these are available. You can look on Amazon. You can look on Entertainment Earth. But again, if you go to Trek Collective, they're all listed there. So, Dan, mm-hmm. which one of these, if you're going to get a puzzle, because you have all this time, you're watching a lot of TV, you could do a puzzle, which one's your favorite? Yeah, these are all really great uh, on the trekcollective.com, I should say. Uh, 
great puzzles. He's got pictures there, like full size pictures of all of these. I have to say, I love this women of Star Trek one. And the more I look at it, the more like little details I'm picking out in this picture. So, you know, basically all of the woman characters in Star Trek, you know, a lot of the main ones anyway, uh, and each one has their own kind of little square and there's little images. So for example, I was looking the Tasha Yar bit has like Armis looming behind her. And like these designs are really great. I see the Maquis symbol next to Ensign Rowe. Beautiful puzzle. I think if I was going to pick one up, which I very well might, uh, it might be this one. Yeah, I, I don't know. This is the top one on this article. And like you said, it's on thetrekcollective.com. I like this too. I think just because it's unique and like you said, with all the details, I mean, the poster ones are cool, but I've seen these posters before. But these images for the women of Star Trek is all new art that someone put together. And I noticed that this is all from TOS to Enterprise. I don't see anything Discovery or Picard. Mm-hmm. Picard, I'm not that surprised about. I'm a little surprised they didn't have Discovery on here but yeah i mean there's a lot of detail there is one error but i think maybe the, maybe that's like the game is to find there's one problem with it <laughs> i do have to say that does bug me a little bit and one of the characters is mirrored on it so uh she has the com badge on the wrong side and you know the image is flipped which that always bugs me but the artwork and stuff is so good that it might just be enough to overcome that for me. Yep. Okay. So it's a thousand puzzle pieces. Then uh, we have the retro design posters. I've seen a lot of these posters before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These are the Juan Ortiz retro posters. I had, for example, a calendar that uh, had a bunch of them. Uh, TOS calendar last year. And I actually have the TNG calendar this year. Um, and they're kind of removable poster pictures. Uh, I think there was a planner that came out as well, like a daily agenda type planner that used these images. And I think just like a poster book and stuff like that. And they've also shown up like on mugs in, I think the DVD set or the Blu-ray set that I got a couple years ago has some in there. So yeah, these are those images. If you think that there's that really famous one of Spock's from mirror mirror facing each other in, uh, orange and yellow that's kind of if, if you know that one you're like oh okay those ones yeah yeah so there's two types so there's one with some of these posters and there's another one with different posters then we have the movie posters of movies one through ten all together and mm-hmm. so it's not a puzzle of each poster it's a puzzle that features all 10 posters in the puzzle so right and there's also uh Juan ortiz's tng posters is on one of the puzzles as well which is kind of cool oh yeah that's right yeah so one of them's tos the other one's tng yeah okay and then we have the posters from the movies then we have yeah the tos promotional photos a collage of those i think i outside of the women's star trek i like this uh gold key retro one because you know i have so much fun with the gold key comics Mm -hmm. yeah there's something about that retro style and i think if we hadn't covered those on literary treks i wouldn't quite have that same love for this as i've developed over the last few years doing that so that's definitely made that more meaningful for sure and then we have another one that's a promotional photo of Kirk and Spock where Kirk's holding the big phaser rifle or whatever from 
way early in the day and Spock is pointing like, uh, shoot over there, shoot that one. Yeah, <laughs> just just shoot. Yeah, I like that one too. That one's pretty cool. Lots of black though. That would be a tough puzzle, I think. That would. That one's 500 pieces. The smallest one we have is 100 pieces and it's, they call it the pocket size one. And it's the many emotions of Mr. Spock. And it's all the same picture. There's 12 of them of Mr. Spock and one says happy, lonely, jealous, sadness. Of course, his expression never changes. If that was a thousand pieces, that would be hard because the image is <laughs> replicated so many times. Oh man, that would be that would be crazy making for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so this is just some ideas. This is like something you can do to just kind of unwind and take your mind off stuff and put a puzzle together. There's plenty of these Star Trek posters out there. I'm saying that COVID-19, we're going to kick your butt because we're going to make this a Star Trek like uh, fan kind of celebration thing on our own in our own homes. Here, here. You know, that's the thing with the technology the way it is now. Like there's so much we can do from our homes that we wouldn't have been able to do, you know, even 10 years ago, but especially like 20 and 30 years ago. There's just there's this connectivity we can like you and I can do this podcast, for example, and people can connect via Zoom or Google Hangouts and all this stuff. So, you know, there's so many ways for us to connect. And even when we're not connected, when we're stuck in our homes, there's things like these puzzles and and that sort of thing that can really help us through these tough times. And even the actors of Star Trek are out there trying to help you. They're tweeting fun things out. I mean, Patrick Stewart's reading Shakespeare mm-hmm. almost daily. Yeah, uh, sonnet a day. I'm loving that. <laughs> I mean, there's little fun things that people are doing. As a matter of fact, uh, Star Trek CBS, at Star Trek CBS, the Twitter feed, they tweeted out something with a bunch of the different actors from Star Trek Picard and Star Trek Discovery. And they're just trying to say, hey, you know, stay positive. You know, we're here for you. We're all going through this. And uh, we have audio of that. So let's go ahead and play that. Hi, it's Jerry Ryan. It's me, Sonequa Martin-Green. My name is Jonathan Frakes. Brent Spiner here. This is a tough time for everybody. Times like this can seem overwhelming. Like me, you're probably at home glued to the TV. I talk to the dogs. When they start talking back, I'll I'll begin to worry. These are um, stressful times. But I want you to know that you are not alone. You are not alone. We're all connected. We can still laugh and smile and share moments. It's just a reminder of the compassion that we always have to have. Let's keep being there for each other. Because we're in this together. We're in this together. And we will live long. prosper that's a really nice uplifting message right i mean you know that kind of thing that we need to hear right now that little bit of you know just again the title right you are not alone that's what it that says it all right there we're all in this together i know you know cliche after cliche after cliche but it really is true yeah when you see that it's not just you that's going through this keep in mind we're all going through this and even your favorite Star Trek actors are going through this. And some of them even mention of what they're doing to keep themselves busy at home. You know, there's just things to do and go out for a walk, you know, just do that. Get out, get some exercise and that sort of thing. But, mm-hmm. you know, I do have a little bit of depressing news. <laughs> Say it ain't so, Bruce. This is positively Trek. It is. <laughs> but, you know, 
this is a good time to even read Star Trek, but unfortunately the new comics are delayed because of COVID-19. So one of the biggest distributors of comics out there is Diamond Comic Distributors. And they announced a couple weeks ago that because of the coronavirus, they are suspending shipping of comics to retailers starting on April 1st until who knows when. So any of the new Star Trek comics that were announced to come out this month and going forward have been delayed to July. This includes the next issue of Star Trek Year 5, which was issue 11. There was the con-focused Mirror Universe one-shot. There was the new DS9 series called Too Long, A Sacrifice. That's delayed to July. And there was also a reissue of Debt of Honor which I already have from years black, but that's been delayed too. So Mm. it's unfortunate, but there's so many Star Trek comics you can order online and novels and that sort of thing. So there's just plenty for you to still read. And this is a great time to catch up on reading. Definitely. Yeah. And the thing to remember too, is this is temporary. This will pass. We will eventually get these comics. It's unfortunate that they are on hold for the moment, but Again, it's a delay. It's not a cancellation. We're not going to not get these comics, you know. And same with everything else in the entertainment world right now. Things may be delayed. Things may be put on hold. Uh, Some shows, you know, maybe the season has been cut short or something like that. But the world will restart again. We will get to the point where, you know, things are back to normal, whatever that normal looks like. It's going to be, we're going to get past all of this. So, you know, there's, there's light at the end of the tunnel is what I'm saying. My life is never normal. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I was, I was kind of hesitating to use the word normal there. What is normal? I think normal in quote marks, I guess. So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I, but okay. I'm going to have to be honest here. I mean, I'm always honest, but. I hate when I say I'm going to be honest because I usually am. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing, except on April Fool's Day. Of course. Uh, which I got in trouble this year uh, <laughs> for my life. I feel like we all agreed April Fool's was canceled this year, I think. Oh, uh, well, no one sent me the memo. I just did oh, no. one little thing to my wife. It was just, I just like, first thing in the morning when I saw her, I kind of limped over to her and she goes, you okay? I'm like, yeah, you just kicked me hard in bed last night. She Aww. goes, really? I'm like, no, April Fool's. And I knew she doesn't like, I just thought just a tiny thing. And she got really mad at me because you had me worried. I'm like, it was three seconds. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> And then she kicked you for real. (laughs) She wanted to, for sure. But the thing is, it's like, I've I've kind of enjoyed being at home. Like, I have enjoyed that I don't have to rush to the office and get up super early or anything like that. I do a lot of travel in my job, so I haven't had to travel. I mean, I enjoy the travel, but it's been nice just kind of not dealing with airports and that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. And because I'm home all the time, I mean, I feel like I have more time to watch Star Trek. I've watched more Star Trek than I usually do. Not a whole lot more, but I've watched a little more than usual. I've been reading some of my, like, coffee table books and things of Star Trek related. And it's like, I'm kind of having my own little Star Trek convention here in my house. (laughs) No, it's true. I mean, you know, those of us who have the privilege, I would say, of being able to stay at home. There are people out there, of course, who are essential workers, unfortunately, who... Which my wife is. Yeah, who still have to, you know, risk their health and 
that sort of thing to to have to go out and do their jobs and you know shout out to all of you guys like all the grocery store workers all of the truck drivers every all all of the medical workers i mean come on like thank you all so much so you know a mad respect for you those of us who are privileged to be able to stay home through something like this it has kind of been a really weird blessing almost <laughs> you know there people are rediscovering you know more time with their family and bringing each other closer that way and you know a lot more time to get things done around the house that maybe you haven't had a chance to do and you know even if you're not using that time to get stuff done around the house that's okay too you know things are tough right now there's it's it's nice to have that time to kind of stop slow down breathe take stock of what's really important and watch some star trek <laughs> that's right that's how to do it i i've never played the board game life i don't know how i've gone through all the 52 years of my life without playing that game but we finally played it the other night my kids have played it my wife has played it. we own it for some reason i just never played it and i learned how to play it. and i won nice <laughs> <So>. <laughs> But, you know, that we hardly, we don't play board games that often. But that's one of the things we did that and we played Uno. I know how to play Uno. I've played Uno so many times with my kids. It's crazy. Yeah. And, and I'm hearing so many stories like that of, of family kind of finding that time that they didn't have to do those little things like that. Uh, you know, I, my fiance and I have had a lot of time together. We've played a bunch of games. We've watched a lot of, I <laughs> we watched all of Boy Meets World. <laughs> Which is oh, an wow. <laughs> old show from the 90s. <laughs> now you have to watch Girl Meets World. We're actually starting that right now, too. <laughs> I bet <laughs> so, that was her idea, not yours. Yeah, you would guess right. But I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, That's no, it's, it's been a lot of fun. You know, something we probably wouldn't have done if we didn't have all this time on our hands. Well, speaking of time, I think it's time that we look at our Topol. Yes, that's right. So our last episode was all about the personhood of Jean-Luc Picard at the end of Star Trek Picard and whether the golem that now contains his memories, consciousness, I don't know, whatever you believe, uh, is that really Jean-Luc Picard? Is that the same consciousness of the original Jean-Luc Picard? And it, it took me a little while to come up with the right question, but the question I ended up asking on Twitter was, after the events of the season finale of Star Trek Picard, does the golem contain the actual consciousness of the original Jean-Luc Picard? And Part of the way I asked that was probably the reason why a lot of people said yes, because I think that's the story they were trying to say was that this is the original real Jean-Luc Picard. Like this is actually him. It's not just a copy. So, uh, yes, uh, voted overwhelmingly 83.8% with no getting 16.2% of the votes as of, uh, the time of this recording. So, and then we've also got some interesting comment tweets after that as well too most people like i say saying that he is with a few people uh arguing that it's not so for example uh jill says of course it's him body switching is nothing new in trek uh we've got someone else saying yes because the writer said so and that because that is the theme of the season so yeah pretty definitive there 
We have hopeful Helen saying, frankly, hashtag don't care. I dislike that outcome. He is no longer truly Picard. Where is his soul? That is the most important question. So a little bit, a few people not really agreeing that this is actually still Jean-Luc Picard. I like uh, one comment says, oh, boo, spoiler alert next time. <laughs> I, felt, I felt bad about that. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. Um, so I had it as hashtag Star Trek Picard, which hopefully some people who haven't seen it are using that to filter the tweets so they don't get spoilers. But uh, yeah, I might have put I maybe should have written spoiler alert at the start of the tweet. And hopefully when is the appropriate time to say we're it, you know, you know what I'm saying? When's the appropriate time mm-hmm. for not to be a spoiler? I mean, it's somebody we could be five years from now and somebody hasn't watched Star Trek Picard and it's going to get spoiled. That's true. I, I can't remember what it was, but I tweeted something a few weeks ago about something in Star Trek. I think it was enterprise or maybe it was Stargate or something. And somebody said spoilers. <laughs> I was like, it came out decades ago. Like, like over a decade ago, like, come on, really? <laughs> yeah, because if you said something about, oh, yeah, you know, when Dorothy killed the Wicked Witch of the West with water. Whoa, spoilers. Go, Spoiler, you know, I mean, how, you know, I don't know. Yeah, to be fair, it's we tough. are only a couple of weeks out and I know not everyone will have watched it, but uh, yeah, so I, I do apologize for that. I, I will... If it's something this recent, remember to write spoiler alert for Star Trek Picard or something like that at the start of the tweet. So, yeah, we'll work on that. But here's, you know, but also if anybody's following us, by the way, it's at Positively Trek on Twitter. That's where you want to follow us. Absolutely. If you're following us, then I would I would think everybody's caught up on Star Trek that follows the Star Trek Twitter feed like this. And then if somebody's not and they're just looking at hashtag Star Trek Picard, and you haven't watched Star Trek Picard, you're probably going to get spoiled. Um, with apologies, but, but yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll do we'll do better at that. But yeah, I I just don't know when it's yeah, for like sure. okay to be open. All right. Well, speaking of Twitter, Dan, where can we follow you on Twitter? Well, you can follow me at Kurtrats. That's K E R T R A T S, and of course uh, at Positively Trek, as Bruce mentioned, is the Twitter handle for the show. And uh, Bruce, where can people follow you? You can follow me at Admiral underscore Rex. That's Admiral and then the little underline and then Rex. And that's where you can follow me on Twitter. And look for us on Facebook. We have a Facebook group. We'll let you in. It's private right now. So uh, there's actually some good posts in there. Like, Mm -hmm. it's very active. I'm shocked. Yeah, we have some really good contributors. So you know, shout out to all of you guys who are posting stuff on the Positively Trek discussion group on Facebook. I, I love you all. Thank you so much for that. I know when I see stuff posted in there, I'm like, oh, these. I know I'm going to like these posts because if anybody's doing Positively Trek, I would expect they're going to be positive. Yeah, okay, exactly. <laughs> well, thanks everyone for joining us and uh, join us next week and chill out. Let's try to get through all this together and stay positive. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.